tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. the theme of the playlist today, John? I'm trying to get back home. You know, I don't really know that I have one. And there is one in my mind, but I don't know if it can be explained in words. Just kind of positive vibes overall, I guess, feeling it. That's kind of what I was thinking. Songs that make you feel real good. Uh, my friend, uh, Facebook friend, Hannah, although I would like to meet her in real life. She seems lovely. Said uh, on Facebook, Bayside Bridge speed traps, six of them. Oh, That's a lot of speed traps on the Bayside Bridge, so be careful. John Joyce. John's going to read some news stories. I'm going to play some lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them. And you can certainly guess them if you'd like. We'll hook you up with the Wawa $15 gift card if you do so. Get yourself a nice burger and fries. I still have to try that Wawa burger. It looks really good. Everett seems to be eating them regularly, and it's, it's very intriguing to me. We should do a, a bro's burger lunch one day. Oh, man, I'd love that. Bro's burger dinner is only available. Oh, true, yeah, that's what I mentioned. Ladies and gentlemen, here to tell you how to keep your undercarriage as comfy as his, your friend and mine, Mr. John Senning. is man care for down there. And I don't say this enough. They are local. You can get them worldwide, but they are local to Tampa Bay and all of their products. It's important to me and it should be important to you are made in the U S of a, which cannot be said for a lot of things. So, Keep that in mind when I tell you all the great things about Chassis because they've got an entire line of products that will keep your manly area between your legs feeling dry, fresh, clean, and most importantly, chafe-free. When you chafe, it can ruin your day. It can be agonizing, honestly, and they have the products that can make sure you never experience chafe again. You can start with the shower primer, then hit a little restoration cream, and they have the powder that changed the game. Whether you go Ice Max Premium or the traditional ice they've got exactly what you need do not live with chafe any longer stock up today at chassisformen.com i think it's safe to say this is the most exciting time in american history when it comes to mainstream media and our government talking about aliens mm. is it even close actually no and with th- things set to be released in just a couple of weeks 
It's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, June 1st is is the date, supposedly. I, I wouldn't be surprised to, you know, the day before we get, ah, we got to bump it back a few days. But, uh, you know, it's it's impressive to hear so many different people from so many elements of our government talking openly. And what, a, what could be better than a former president? Uh, so Barack Obama appeared on the Late Late Show and... The honesty in which people are talking now is is just very intriguing to me. And although he doesn't give too much away, how can you not be intrigued by a former president spilling some tea about UFOs? When it comes to aliens, uh, there are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. Um... So I'm, I'm, I've got a wheel of death here. I'm sorry. Uh, So Obama goes on to say what is true, and I'm being serious, that there is footage and records of objects in the sky that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain how they moved, their trajectory. They did not have any easily explainable pattern. And so, you know, I think that people are still seriously trying to investigate this and figure out what it is. He says there are some things that he can't tell you, but... The thing he is willing to say is that nobody at any level of the government truly knows what this is, which that's that's the worst answer. Like, if you can't figure it out, who can? Right. If the government, these officials who have rooms, boardrooms of scientists trying to figure out how are any of us going to ever know? Obama's admission that there are, in fact, footage and records of objects in the sky, which we pretty much already knew, uh, that we don't know exactly what are, that we can't explain. Um is, is some of the biggest acknowledgement from a former president when it comes to the existence of UFOs. And how much of what's in that report is watered down based on what they think we can handle? I mean, we talk of that so often, you know, not just because Rubio and others in the government have made headway and they now are getting answers when it comes to, to something. I still don't believe that just because of that, June 1st is going to be the day where the the public gets to know everything we never knew before. No, we'll know more than we know right now, but we still won't know everything. But what could you know? I like, don't know. To me, there's either an answer or there's not. Uh, I mean, because what if the answer is just more details about what these things are doing and, and how they don't know what it is? That's what it's going to be. What they've seen, not what it means. I don't think that's enough. But, but if you don't figure it out, what are you supposed to tell people? I don't know. Is it wrong to say I don't feel people are scared enough? <laughs> well, you think there should be a higher level well, of fear? I, when we talk about things that resonate with people, uh-huh. I mean, we found out about the hacking situation of the pipeline and people started hoarding gas in places that weren't affected by it. Yeah. So just it's surprising to me that almost everywhere over the past two weeks and even longer, there is talk of things visiting us that we don't know what they are. <laughs> and even that feels like something that people would respond to. So I don't know if it somehow needs to affect the tangible things in their life, like the gasoline and the electricity and the internet for them to really care. But I will say the lack of response from the general public has been surprising to me now that we are talking about it so openly. When you've got people in the military fighter pilots saying they've seen the same thing every day and it's not of this earth, I would think there should be a healthy level of fear. Yeah. That would terrify me. So, man, I I think for a second we may have thought that Antonio Brown had had been had been calmed by the hand of Tom Brady. Tom mm. Brady had had fixed him as a person. He hasn't had any real problems uh, that have become public since he came to Tampa. And as far as a lot of us thought, 
Antonio Brown is signed and ready to come back. Well, things may not be the way that it seems because controversy does seem to follow Antonio Brown and his behavior. The latest issue regarding Brown flows from something other than anything he has done. Three weeks ago, three weeks after Brown agreed to terms on a return to the Buccaneers, Brown still isn't a part of the roster. Coach Bruce Arians has disclosed that Brown had knee surgery on Tuesday and that he is yet to pass a physical. So there are some questions being posed uh, both to the team and to Brown's agent. Did Brown pass his exit physical at the conclusion of the 2020 season? And secondly, has Brown already taken and failed a physical after agreeing to terms for the 2021 season? So the conspiracy theory, not that really not that deep is that the day after the Bucks announced signing him, Antonio Brown, that is, yeah. they made a big move in the draft and moved up to get North Texas receiver Jalen Darden. Some people believe that they only signed Antonio Brown to let other teams believe they wouldn't have been making a move. So whether or not that act was... I kind of like the idea of, of the Buccaneers using him as a pawn yeah. in a way to, oh, to get it. the player that they really wanted. So now the question is, what's really going on? Did the Buccaneers really want to sign him? And secondly, did that action piss Antonio Brown off to the point to where there's an issue? And he, he might not be actually signing. Yeah. Oh, man. Anything that gets that bum out of our locker room and off of our field, I am pro that. What if it turns out, and I just... I don't know if it would piss off Tom, but what if it did turn out that they knew he had this knee, so he had knee surgery, yeah. and, and what if they knew that knee surgery was coming, and that he wouldn't really pass a physical when they needed him to pass a physical by, so they they agree to terms, quote-unquote, just as a pawn to get other teams off their scent, because nobody thought, because they signed Antonio Brown, that they were going to make that move. Right. And they did, and, and they probably couldn't have if they didn't sign Brown. So then... At the end of the day, they say, sorry about your luck. You know, we gave you a Super Bowl. We treated you real good. But bye. see you later. Yeah. I'll send it packing. It's going to be very interesting. We, we should have known that it wasn't going to be that easy. And whether or not this is just a little blip on the radar or there are actual things happening, uh, the future with Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay will at least have a few more curveballs before it's officially done. Oh, uh, can I give you some breaking lightning news? Oh, please. Do you have it? I'm, I, I don't believe so. Update. From Joe Smith, Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank you, Flash Junkie. Tampa Bay Lightning increasing capacity to approximately 9,000 at Amelie starting for game three Thursday after conferring with local health and government officials. Mask policy still in place per NHL protocols. Tampa Bay had planned for 7,000 capacity. Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, man. I did wonder, you know, they're down in Sunrise, which is closer to Miami. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me to know what their COVID situation is. But at the same time, I'm thinking if you're getting close to 10,000 down in Sunrise, why couldn't we do roughly the same here locally? And what do you know? Here we go. We can. That's going to be loud. Oh, man. Loud. I mean, our 7,000 could have been louder than their near 10,000, but our near 10,000 is going to be way louder than them. No official word from the Lightning yet as what how tickets will be handled for that. So That's a quick turnaround. Totally quick. But I, I mean, mean, they'll I, sell 2,000 yeah, tickets yeah, like that. You don't have to, maybe, you don't have to maybe, really worry about maybe it. Maybe sell 1,997. Yeah. yeah, I know three guys at I least. Three dudes who'd love to stay for the game. Might as well. Justin. 
So we touched on the story, I think it was a week ago, about South Carolina bringing back the firing squad. So they have been without any executions for 10 years. So how insane is this? The firing squad, you think, okay, that seems extreme. It's now official. If you're going to be put to death in South Carolina, which they expect to be starting immediately, you will only have two options. That is the electric chair or the firing squad. Jesus Christ. Two inmates who have exhausted their appeals immediately sued, saying they can't be electrocuted or shot since they were sentenced under a prior law that made lethal injection and the default execution method illegal. South Carolina had been the most prolific state of its size in putting inmates to death, but a lack of lethal injection drugs brought executions to a halt. And the bill was signed last Friday with no ceremony or fanfare, according to the state legislator's website. It's the first bill the governor declared to deal with after nearly 50 had hit his desk. So they went, they've gone 10 years without it, and now they're going to fire him back up. Only options, electrocution or firing squad. How barbaric does that sound? I get it. These are scumbags who have broken the laws of society and taken lives. That still seems rather barbaric to me. It really does. But is it is it more just the imagery of it that's worse? I mean, if you're killing somebody, you're killing somebody. Right. And from what what we've heard and the stories that are told, the, the lethal injection is not pretty. I think people think it's like when you go take and put your puppy down and they just go take a night-night and then they never wake up and everything's okay. A lot of these people, it's a terrible scene and they don't die right away and they're frothing and it's it's a, just a bad thing. So I think it's more in our head that it feels bad than it really being bad. But yeah. I'm just going to say if you're going to commit a terrible, heinous crime, uh, South Carolina might not be the best spot. And maybe that is the true deterrent. Like if you know that you're going to be put to get death by firing squad or electric chair, Maybe you'll take the other Carolina as your murder site. So it's very well uh, reported that that children just in general terrify me. Their presence, I, they just freak me out. They just, I just feel that they're always trying to kill themselves, and I worry that other people are trying to get them. They just freak me out because of the evil in this world and how willing they are to do stupid things. Yeah. There's a lot to be worried about with kids, probably up until the age of 18, honestly. Yeah. Kids at the bus stop. You think the kids at the bus stop, you probably don't have too much to worry about. Well, that's just not true. An 11-year-old fought off a knife-wielding would-be kidnapper at her bus stop Tuesday morning, and Florida sheriffs arrested the creep shortly thereafter. The 30-year-old unidentified sex offender was arrested eight hours after the West Pensacola incident was caught on camera. In the surveillance footage, the suspect is seen springing from a white van. And I will say, it's not really a white van. It, it's not the type of white van that perks your ears up. It <laughs> okay. looks more like an SUV than a van. Uh, I'm just saying, if you're a kid and you've been taught to think white vans are creepy, yeah. this one might not raise you know raise an eyebrow to. Okay. Uh, in the surveillance footage, the suspect is seen springing from a white van, carrying what police said was a knife to grab the child who was playing with a blue slime toy in a grassy median. In a span of less than 10 seconds, the girl resists the attempted abductor's efforts to tackle and grab her, and he runs back to his van and flees, the video shows. She fought and she fought and she fought until finally she was able to break free, that coming from Sheriff Chip Simmons. Simmons inundated the area with all of the department's manpower. Over 50 deputies and sheriffs tracked down the suspect less than eight hours later. 
The pervert, the pervert had painted his van in an effort to disguise it following local media reports, but still had blue slime on his clothes from wrestling with the child. She was coated in blue slime? Yeah. Well, well, she had blue slime, and now he does too. Oh, man. He's facing charges of attempted kidnapping, aggravated assault with a knife, and simple battery. His extensive criminal past includes child sex abuse charges, according to sheriffs. Officials did not release his name out of fear of jeopardizing other related investigations. I mean, mm. how do you... I know this is my paranoid uh, brain yeah. working, but just how do you let your kids do anything? Like, I know. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, just on any street. These This is... This seems to be in front of a house. Yeah. I mean, it's in front of a house in a residential neighborhood. And let's face the facts. This guy was going to do terrible, terrible things to this girl. Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee that this girl would have would have lived. Mm-mm. That's why I almost feel that these charges, and I, I know you can't charge people with crimes that they didn't yet commit, but you know that it was going to be more than a kidnapping. I mean, the guy is a pedophile yeah. who's been charged before, so you almost you know, need to lo- do something to keep him locked up for a very long time because he's been locked up before and still had the desire to go and kidnap a young girl. But thankfully, this girl fought for her life, and we should be teaching all of our children hand-to-hand combat at the age of like four years old. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, honestly, it's one of the reasons I pushed my son into Taekwondo. A, discipline. B, defending yourself against a white van driving pervert. I mean, it's just the scary thought is that, you know, you you make kids scared. You know, you don't want to scare a kid of their entire surrounding of, of their whole world. But if I've got a kid, I've got to tell them, hey, There's there are bad evil. people out there. I mean, is it you? Did you tell Xander that? Yeah, Do you, you tell Xander to. that? You watch the news and you go see these stories. There are these people out there. Where is the line between trying to be real with your young kid and right. also not making a child who is deathly afraid of the world around them? Uh, I found out the hard way, uh, staging a fake abduction where you pull your kid out of a dead sleep and put him in your car and throw him in the trunk and then drive him to a pier and then pretend to throw him off. Most parents think that's a couple of steps too far. Most. So you didn't? it didn't work out? I mean, I'm just saying probably don't do that. Okay. Well, you know, everybody parents in their own way. Learn from my mistake. Yeah, that's all you can do. Uh, We will be entering the animal portion of John's joints today. And it all starts with a hiker on a trail in Utah. And everybody's got a different uh, approach and a different kind of style when it comes to being stalked by a mountain lion. Uh, We've had a couple different videos over the last couple years of uh, a mountain lion stalking a man. This one's pretty damn good. Here's the audio of a man trying to talk a mountain. Is that me? No, it's oh, me. I'm here, playing Def Leppard Animal. Oh, good, good. Uh, here is the audio of of a man who, much like videos we've seen him before, is walking backwards while a mountain lion is walking towards him, looking like he's about to be a snack. Mm. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm not going to promise I'm not going to. Hey, I'm not going to bite you. I'm going away. I'm going away. I promise. Hey, I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm going away. I mean, that, albeit sounds fairly panicked, is about as calm as you can be when on the cusp of being mauled by a mountain lion. I don't, no one ever knows how they're going to react in that scenario. I don't think I would be so cool headed as to tell him I was going away. How would you react? Pretend I'm the mountain lion. I feel like that might work. 
for sure. I mean, it's a different technique out of all yeah. the things that we've heard. I don't know that. Uh, I they, don't know that's one. They sense fear, so if you don't show fear, they'll be cool with you. And that had a happy ending. Uh, the the man escaped, and as far as we know, everything's on the up and up with the mountain lion. This next story out of Ocala is morbid and bizarre, but luckily the people who have uh, you know done some terrible things have been caught a married couple out of ocala has pled guilty to using donuts and pastries to lure black bears in rural florida allowing packs of dogs to attack them and then posting gruesome videos of the encounters on social media jesus charles scarborough entered guilty pleas of conspiracy to commit racketeering animal baiting and fighting unlawful use of a two-way communicating device and unlawful uh, taking of a black bear that's coming from the ocala star banner he has agreed to cooperate (laughs) cooperate That was my Elmer Fudd. That was good. He, he's agreed to co- cooperate with prosecutors. Because of that, sentencing was deferred. through the through, uh, He faces anywhere from five years of probation to more than two years in prison. His wife, Hannah, was sentenced to more than five years of probation on charges of unlawful taking of a black bear and unlawful use of a communications device. Dude, what... <laughs> Let nature unfold as it will unfold. Don't try to force bear interactions for your amusement. I mean, but what what would like what's the fun of of watching your first of all, if you love your dogs, right. do you want do you want them to be getting into it with a bear? No. And secondly, if you're getting off on watching a bear, you know, be attacked by a pack of dogs, you're you're pretty sick. Agreed. A statewide prosecutor said the Scarboroughs were part of a group of people who would use trained dogs to attack black bears in multiple areas in central Florida. Prosecutor said at least one bear was shot in later skin. So I think it's the putting on social media, these these insanely gruesome videos of dogs or of, of bears being ripped apart that makes it even worse because, you know, they do that with pigs yeah. they do, where they sick all the... Uh, you know, it, it's kind of that weird thing where everybody has their line of what they're okay with 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 each individual animal. Right. And people, I don't see a bunch of people up in arms about the fact that they sick dogs on pigs and then no. usually probably just kill them on the spot. Yeah. But it still doesn't feel right. Even more so with a uh, with bears with a bear. Agreed. The monkeys in Florida are always interesting to me. Agreed. A colony of monkeys has lived for about seventy years in urban South Florida. Right near jets taking off from a nearby airport and fuel storage tanks. Mm. And no one has ever quite been sure of where they came from until now. Researchers at Florida Atlantic University say they have traced the colonies from the Dania chimpanzee farm. The South Florida Sun Centennial reported on Wednesday there was a monkey escape from the farm in 1948 with most of the monkeys recaptured, but not all of them. The rest disappeared into a mangrove swamp where their descendants live today. The FAU team said the colony currently has about 41 members. The FAU researchers traced the monkeys' genetics and concluded they were brought to Florida from Africa. The monkeys were sold mainly for medical and military research, and residents of the Dania Beach area where the monkeys live are extremely protective of them. Uh, One woman says the community loves them, and we're worried uh, that there are plans to take... Get rid, you know, take them out. Wild monkeys in Florida is friggin' hilarious, right? It, it, it is just, I mean, well, and you've got them down there, and then you've got them up, up in Ocala, yeah. and we've heard the stories of people feeding them and then spreading their, uh, you know, they have herpes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, which which is sad, but I mean, what? I mean, what? 
What harm would it come, you know, cause if monkeys were just part of of life here? Well, if you look at what happens in India, uh, the monkeys get very aggressive, and uh, they they you know, at first it's like, oh, cute monkey, you know, give him a sandwich or whatever. Then the monkey's like, hey, give me a sandwich, or I'm going to claw your face off. Well, that's the I've been to what is it? Is it a uh, Silver Springs? That's it what is. it is there. So they take you on this little trail that just goes through the woods. That isn't you're not going through an enclosure or anything, but they've got the uh, the Reese's. Reese's delicious mixture of chocolate and peanut butter monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they tell you, do not make eye contact with the monkeys, because if you make eye contact with a uh, a male monkey, he will rip your face off. Yeah. They they take that as a sign of aggression or at least will will attempt to. Yeah. And uh, lest we forget about Travis, the chimp for 911. Where's your emergency? This is Sandy. 231. Send the police. Send the police. What's the problem there? The, the, the chip killed my, my friend. Don't ever Google the pictures of the Travis the Chimp attack. It ripped a lady's face off. Thank you. If you're a lady and you're having sex with a man and his brother at the same time, is that incest? A man and his brother at yeah. the same time? No. And they're not doing anything together. Oh. No, still no. Yeah, I, uh, I I came across one of my favorite uh, you know publications, Slate, with a woman who wrote in about how she started. She was living with her boyfriend, and then his brother lost his job during the pandemic. Well, she lost her job during the pandemic, so while her boyfriend was away working, she started having sex with his brother. Oh, well. Huh? They did it in secrecy for a while, and when they finally came clean and told him. Not only was the brother okay with it, he was down with it. And for a while, she was bed hopping and just having sex with both of them. And now they're having group sex, but the pandemic is over and the brother is leaving. And the original boyfriend says, we need to be done with this. That's some crazy crap. It doesn't. I don't think I'd be able to. Uh, not with your brother. No, no, no. Not, well, not only with my brother, but even if it was, let's just say it was two sisters. Oh, yeah, you would. You think so? Absolutely. Mom and a sister or two sisters. But even what if they started doing stuff? Yeah. What if? That'd be terrible. Be awful. I'd hate that. Be wrong. I don't know. Maybe you got it. You know, you don't know until you've been there. Maybe. I'm all burnt up. Is this song called I Had Sex With You and Your Brother? Well, it's from the soundtrack, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? (laughs) 727-579-1025 is our number. Um, When we come back, two things. Number one, that was one of the weirder threesome stories from the day, but my favorite one is one we haven't gotten to yet with MC Kevin, uh, who's now dead, by the way. R.I.P. That's a bad threesome. Um, Number two, the tenuous relationship between those on the left and police officers is widening. And there's been a decision made when it comes to the New York City Pride Parade that I'd like to get into next because this doesn't look good on the surface, and I just want to understand how this could be a good idea. That's next on Drew Garabo Live. 
When you lose weight, not only do you shed those extra pounds, but your mind gets clearer. You've got more energy, and that's exactly how I feel after losing weight with Medi Weight Loss. I've gone through two extended stretches, lost over 50 pounds, and feel better than I ever have. And the way that they do things there, they keep you accountable. You can hand me a book. You can tell me 15 different ways to lose weight, but until I go in every week, meet with the doctor, and step on that futuristic scale, I'm not a part of something bigger than myself, and that's That's what I and lots of others need. And they want to make sure the Bone listeners get a free assessment. If you go to startmedi.com slash 1025, it's startmedi.com slash 1025. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Lutz, and Clearwater. You can also give them a call, 877-MED-LOSS. If you do that, make sure you let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it on True Garabo Live. You're listening to True Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 